Hey, it's Dr. Sarah and Alicia here, and you are listening to the Pregnancy for Professionals podcast. Our goal is to bring forward evidence-based information from all disciplines, supporting pregnant people through their journey to becoming new parents. From physicians to midwives, nurses to physiotherapists, and everyone in between. Make sure to fill out the quick survey in the show notes to let us know which topics you are interested in learning about and to make sure we are serving you, our maternity care provider community, well. Don't forget, the information on this podcast is for educational purposes only. Please consult with your team and your community for individual medical decisions that need to be made. Check us out on Instagram at pregnancy for professionals to find informative and educational posts for both you and that you can use for your patients. On today's podcast, we have three time management tips for you. We love efficiency hacks. Efficiency hacks that can transform both your clinical and personal life. So grab a pen and paper because you won't want to miss this. Or feel free to download our free download at www.revivephysicians.com backslash time. So our first efficiency hack is the two-minute rule. It's a simple but incredibly effective technique. The rule is straightforward. If a task can be completed in two minutes or less, do it immediately. This might seem like a very small change, but the cumulative effect is tremendous. The two-minute rule is based on the premise that many small, quick tasks can accumulate and become overwhelming if left unattended. It encourages individuals to tackle these minor tasks as soon as they arise, preventing them from piling up and creating a mental burden. The rule is rooted in the psychology of productivity and is a key component of time management techniques. When combined with time blocking, this can be even more powerful. If you want more information on how these two techniques can really augment each other, then get our free download on Time Management Guide. We'll put it in the show notes. So Alicia and I both really love learning by examples. So let's explore a couple of ways the two-minute rule can play out at work or at home. So oftentimes, we have a few minutes between seeing patients or clients or waiting for someone to show up. This is a great opportunity to get working on your quick to-do list or your inbox. If you open something up and it can be dealt with in two minutes or less, do it then and be done with it. If you've opened it up and you've already spent mental energy thinking about it, if you can quickly complete the task, it'll be off your plate and out of your mind. If you don't deal with it, it will often take you up to one to two minutes the next time you open it just to reorient yourself to the task. And this is wasted time if you could have already dealt with it when you initially opened it. Now, for some of us, we might take this to the extremes. We might quickly dash off an email that we really should think on for a bit. So if this sounds like you, no problem. Just save that email to drafts and come back to it a bit later when you've blocked some time off for it. Get your initial ideas and thoughts out and then complete it during your time block. In your personal life, if you need to pay a bill, do it right away. If you're at home, you can quickly clean up on a small mess or respond to a text from a friend. Over time, this approach clears up your mental bandwidth and minimizes procrastination. If you're cooking dinner and there is some laundry to fold, do a few pieces and put them away in those two minutes. You can also feel free to stare off in space or have a little dance party if that's what your brain needs. No pressure. You do not have to be going all of the time. But if you want to get a few things done, then take those small tasks and get them done. We don't always need to be doing something. But sometimes... It's important to get what we know needs to be done. And you're already in the middle of cooking dinner, so put the dishwasher away. I'm trying to teach my husband to do that. (laughs) How's that going? He just sits there and watches the dinner cook. Oh my gosh, me too. Just put the dishes away while you're at it. No. Anyways, maybe that's just me. Yeah. 
Anyways, me too. But sometimes you can apply that two minute rule to rest and renewal. So take a couple of good belly breaths, Mm -hmm. for example, to calm your parasympathetic Mm -hmm. nervous system down. And and if you're a bit riled up from something like your husband not putting away the dishes when he's cooking dinner. (laughs) So something we're going to talk about is called the Pareto Principle. So this is actually named after Vilfredo Pareto, an Italian economist who observed that roughly 80% of Italy's land was owned by 20% of the population. You've probably heard of this in different areas of life because its principle has been adapted and applied to various fields, including healthcare. In essence, the Pareto principle highlights the unequal distribution of outcomes where a minority of factors or efforts contribute to the majority of the result. In other words, this principle states that roughly 80% of effects come from only 20% of causes. So when we're thinking about this in the context of time efficiency, this means identifying the most critical tasks that yield the most significant results. So think about in medicine and healthcare, there are some treatments that produce much more effective results than others. So starting with these 20% of treatments before moving on to the next options will manage 80% of your patients or clients' concerns or issues leaving only 20% who would need to go on to the next step. This is not to say don't let your patients know what the next possible steps are, but try the most effective one first. Now, let's think of this from administrative perspective. Another way you might apply this is with administrative tasks that consume valuable time. The Pareto principle can be used to identify the most critical administrative functions and delegate or streamline the less impactful ones, reducing the burden on you, the healthcare professional. In your personal life, you can use the Pareto Principle to declutter your space. Identify 20% of your possessions that you use 80% of the time. By minimizing the rest, you can reduce the time and effort spent on maintenance and create a more organized and efficient living environment. An easy place to apply this is in your closet. Most of us have too many clothes. Guilty. Those that no longer fit us or are out of style, but we keep just in case we lose those 10 pounds or in case neon comes back in style. Oh my God, it might. It, you never, it will in 20 years, but it <laughs> won't be in the same fashion. So go through your closet and keep only those things that fit you well, make you feel good about yourself, and you can wear with a few other things in your closet. Not only will this make you feel lighter every time you look in the closet, Your time to get dressed in the morning will also be cut down significantly as you have less choices. And regardless of what you wear, you will feel good. Okay, so we've talked about the two-minute rule. We've talked about the Pareto sort of 80-20 principle. And so our third and final time efficiency hack is called Parkinson's Law. This law states that work expands to fill the time available for its completion. So in other words... If you allocate more time than is actually necessary to a task, it will still take you longer. So think about your clinical practice. If you set strict time limits for tasks, you'll be more efficient. For example, schedule shorter patient consultations. This will not only make you feel more focused during these appointments, but also free up time for other important responsibilities. If you're doing this, it's important to set the time expectation prior to the visit or at the beginning of the visit with your patient or client so they know how much time they have with you. Healthcare professionals are often burdened with various administrative tasks, such as paperwork, documentation, and the ever-overflowing inbox of emails. So think about Parkinson's Law to streamline these tasks as well by setting strict time limits for completion. For instance, if you as a physician allocate only five minutes to complete documentation for a patient encounter, it can encourage efficiency and discourage procrastination. If you sit down and have no time limit in in mind, you may take a lot longer to complete the same documentation. 
in your personal life, you can apply Parkinson's law to daily chores. If you allocate 30 minutes to clean the kitchen, it'll likely take you 30 minutes. But if you only give yourself 15 minutes, you will be amazed at how much you can actually get done and complete the task without sacrificing that much quality. Now, let's just keep in mind that good and done is better than perfect and not yes. done. So that also has to be taken B into minus. account. We're going for B minus grades here. C plus, B minus. <laughs> Things do not have to be perfect. We all know that the work at the office and at home are endless and it will always be there. So by creating some efficiency and a defined time when you are done, it allows you to actually then take some time for yourself mm-hmm. or your family rather than the endless amount of administrative tasks or chores around the house. So there you have it. Three essential time efficiency hacks that can transform both your clinical and personal life. Remember the two-minute rule for immediate action, leverage the Pareto principle to prioritize, and apply Parkinson's law to set time limits. By incorporating these hacks, you'll find yourself with more time, less stress, and increased productivity. Thanks for tuning in to learn about three of our time management hacks. And don't forget, if you want to learn more great hacks, download our free guide to hacking your time at www.revivephysicians.com backslash time. Be sure to subscribe to our email list for more valuable insights. And if you're interested in learning more about this and overall wellness and sustainability, make sure to check out our upcoming course, The Well-Calibrated Clinician at www.revive.com backslash well-calibrated clinician. We hope to see you in the course. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pregnancy for Professionals. Make sure to share this podcast with your colleagues and head on over to wherever you listen to podcasts to give us a five-star review if you think we're worth it. And also, please make sure to fill out the quick survey below to let us know what topics you want to hear more about. Have a great day.